0: You're listening to the Young Money Podcast, I'm Cameron Ho, and I'm joined in the studio today by my co-host, Dan Lane. Today, we're going to take you through everything you need to know to start investing, and we're going to challenge ourselves to do it within 10 minutes. How does that sound, Dan?
1: (laughs) Let's give it a go. All
0: right. Okay. First things first, Dan, what is investing?
1: Essentially, it's just a way of putting your money to work, buying things like company shares, um, and then hoping to sell them when the share price goes up, and then just trying to get an income along the way.
0: Okay. So you mentioned shares. What is a share?
1: It's, it, as the name suggests, it's, it's just a shared part of, an, of a business. It's just a tiny fraction of a company. You think about Tesco, you think about BP. Um, these companies sell shares so that they can mm-hmm. use your money to help grow their business. You can, you can get bonds as well. Bonds are just like corporate or government loans in which you just issue the money. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, they give you back just the same way that you, you picture a loan in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the money back after a certain time period.
0: So essentially anyone become, can become a part owner. In a business even huge businesses
1: yeah it seems strange but yeah that's genuinely it
0: okay so that option is out there available to me but why do i need to do it why invest
1: it's just about making your money work harder for you if you look at things like interest rates they're so low at the minute i would say to anyone listening if you've got an isa a cash isa or anything have a look at the interest on your account you can just google it if that's enough to help you meet your financial goals and that's that's great um but if it's not uh investing could help
0: so you mentioned isa what does that stand for
1: so that's your individual savings account. Uh, everyone gets an allowance every year. This okay. year it's twenty thousand pounds. I can't say that I'm going to be able to fill it up, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it's really good if you can just get into the habit of doing that. Another thing that's going to uh, erode your money is in inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's the reason that your granny might give you a pound and think it's a fortune uh, because in her day it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nowadays it wouldn't really buy you very much. So actually, just the value of money is decreasing. So. To keep up with that, you just mm-hmm. have to try and um, investing is a really good way of trying to keep up. Sure.
0: So there, there are different types of accounts around. There's the ISA, there's the SIP, the Self-Invested Personal Pension. There's the GIA, the yeah. General Investment Account. What's the difference between all these three? Or, in particular, which one might someone start investing with first?
1: Yeah, you start to get these acronyms when you start <laughs> when you come into the investment <laughs> yeah, know, and finance. No? It doesn't really have to be too complicated. Okay. Um, your ISA. Think of it as. Um, you know, an investment account that's working hard for you um, with a goal, anything up to retirement. So maybe okay. you're thinking ho- a house purchase, maybe okay. a car in the future. Yeah. Um, an ISA, most people would use their ISA for those. Okay. Um, your SIP, your uh, pension, that you can only access that at 55. So essentially, okay. if you have a goal before 55, mm-hmm. you're going to want to use something else. Okay. Um, your general investment account, your GIA, then that's... Um, you can use that in the short term, but that doesn't have the tax efficiencies um, of the the SIP and the the ISA. So mm-hmm. if you if you make any investment gains, it could be subject to capital gains tax. It gets really messy, and right. you only really want to use that if you're if you're filling up your ISA and if you yeah. if you're filling up your ISA hats off.
0: <laughs> yeah. So basically, the ISA you invest your money, in and any gains you make on it, the, the taxman does not take. No, you get to keep that. Okay. Oh, yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. All right. So I started the account. Well actually no that's a good point where do I start the account?
1: Um it's really really easy. I think this is yeah. people have in their head that it's a really difficult process. Yeah. It's not it's just like online banking. You just mm-hmm. you just open an account. That's yeah. really all you do. I mean the most common common way young people will do it will be generally just to open their ISA online. Okay. Um you might really have a company pension. And again if you if you want those goals like a house uh, house deposit I mean that's that's what I'm investing for. Yeah. Um ISA is generally the way that people will go, and you you just sure. you just go online. You can you can open your ISA.
0: Fidelity.co.uk is <laughs> yeah. one of the many places you can go, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. So you've opened the account, and then 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 what?
1: Um, well, you have to think about what to put in it. Um, I think you know people with cash ISAs, it, it's fairly simple. You just put your money in. Yes. But actually, and uh, stocks and shares ISA, um, you have to treat like that's the wrapper, and you have to put something inside the wrapper. Um, okay most people will go for funds mm-hmm. um funds just if you can imagine just a big basket of company shares okay uh, they can already be you know they're just chosen for you okay. um there's two way two ways that these can be managed one is to have a professional investor mm-hmm. um, in charge of that uh, they they choose the company shares they have the analyst teams um yes. they go out do the company meetings okay they do loads of research that's their jobs um, mm-hmm. um and you'll pay a little bit more for that. Um, right. if, you're, if you're short on time or you're just not really that interested, you can do mm-hmm. that. Um, another way to do it is that um, there are funds that are a little bit cheaper, and they kind of spread your money over the entire market. Okay. Um, it's cheaper because they're not making any decisions about what to leave out. They're just, mm-hmm. just really just spreading it over the entire market. Yeah. Um, there's, there's positives and negatives to both um I can't go into too much detail in ten minutes but sure. um loads of literature on the on the website if you want to have a look at that
0: yeah and either way by buying a fund whatever type it is you get to own a fraction of dozens if not hundreds of different companies
1: yeah I mean and I mean that's the point okay. uh, you want this diversification right um, the goal is that you're really trying to keep your portfolio uh, firing on at least some cylinders throughout mm-hmm. the throughout whatever's happening in the market yeah. maybe um, one type of the market has been Badly affected, okay. mm-hmm. but if something else is performing really well. Right, um, that's why you want to be diversified.
0: Sounds good. So, who puts these funds together?
1: Well, I mean, you've, we've got internal fund managers here at Fidelity, okay. but you've got loads of asset managers around the uh, around right. the city, around around the world. Yeah, and as I said, their their teams are meeting up. Whether it's Morrison's or McDonald's or you know mm. any business, they're probably meeting up. I think. I analysts have 17,000 meetings a year wow. with these companies. Okay. Uh, and that's really just about how to, trying to pick the, the highest quality companies mm-hmm. uh, to invest in for the long term. You can have a, an even broader approach, as I said, for the funds that don't try and pick winners. They don't really have a management team mm-hmm. because they don't really need one as sure. such. So they'll just automatically spread your money over these companies.
0: Okay. Sounds like a pretty attractive idea. So if I wanted to buy a fund, you know, do I just need to buy one or... Do most people buy a handful or dozens?
1: Um, it, it really depends what you go for. I mean, if you, there's things that, you know, a, a global fund that will spread your money over thousands of companies worldwide. Okay. Whether you think that's good for you, whether you're not, it's, it's kind of yeah. really up to you. You've got investors who, you know, they prefer the active approach. They prefer just to pay maybe mm-hmm. a handful of managers to yeah. uh, manage the money. And that way they're getting diversification, maybe uh, geographically, maybe in terms of sectors, maybe they really like technology, so they'll have a technology fund. Yeah. And every investor is different. Okay. It's there's if you if you're looking for it, the fund is out there for you. If you want mm-hmm. <laughs> Japan smaller companies, it's there. Yeah. If you want uh, US big companies, they're there. Right. Um actually sometimes you can it's a bit confusing and you get a paralysis of choice. There's too many. Mm-hmm. Um something that I, I really like is um the lists that sort of condense it down. Uh, we've got we've got one actually called the Fidelity Select 50. Okay. Uh, it's our list of favorite funds that our analysts really like.
0: Mm-hmm. all right now Dan, let's say that that's just too complicated for me. i don't want to choose a whole basket of funds. What are my options
1: well there's there's another option that it's a bit like inception you can uh, <laughs> you can have these multi asset funds or or even fund of funds okay. and uh, what what that is it's kind of one big fund that has several smaller funds inside it, and they'll okay. keep um changing those according to the markets and right. how they feel um and that's the managers doing that so you genuinely you, you genuinely just put your money in there, and uh, they'll mm-hmm. do all the decisions for you.
0: So my money would go into one fund, and then a human would decide to put the money into other funds, which yeah, that's in turn right. have investments in shares and bonds.
1: Yeah, that's oh, that's, okay. that's exactly it. And you've got the same research going in, yeah. and it's kind of just, it is kind of the, the easiest option to do, really. You never... Because okay. a lot of the mistakes people make in investing is, is about... Um, you know, checking it too much or tinkering with the portfolio—actually, mm-hmm. just leaving to let time do the work—is often the best thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So let's just clarify what. So what? What is Fidelity? You've mentioned that we have these online accounts. You've mentioned that we have the like Select Fifty list, but also that we have fund managers.
1: Yeah. So we've uh, we've talked about what the actual funds are um, and the the Isa's. Now, yeah. not all asset managers will allow you to hold the Isa and the funds in the same place. Okay. Um. So you don't want to be um. Reaching around and remembering, did I go to that company for a fund? What did mm-hmm. I do? Actually, we've got a platform at Fidelity. So okay. you go into the Fidelity platform, open your ISA, and then you can buy funds from loads and loads of different companies, not just us. Um, so it's a real advantage to having everything in the, in the same place.
0: All right, perfect. So, pretty much all I need to know then. What do I do now?
1: Um, I think we're just about to come in under 10 minutes, but it's probably going to take. New investors t- more than 10 minutes. So we've got a whole host of literature on the website, fidelity.co.uk, um, on the Markets and Insights page. You can watch all the videos, meet the fund managers, yep. um, read some of the articles, read some of your articles. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I think it's just about learning from then on.
0: All right, that's great. Thank you, Dan. Excellent. Thanks, Kevin. Please be aware that the value of investments and the income from them can go down as well as up, so you may not get back what you invest. This information does not constitute investment advice and should not be used as the basis for any investment decision, nor should it be treated as a recommendation for any investment. Reference to specific securities or funds should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell these securities or funds, and is included for the purposes of illustration only. Fidelity Personal Investing does not give personal recommendations. If you are unsure about the suitability of an investment, you should speak to an authorized financial advisor. This podcast may not be reproduced or circulated without prior permission. It is meant for UK residents and does not constitute an offer or solicitation in any jurisdiction in which it may be unlawful to make such an offer or solicitation. No statements or representations made in this podcast are legally binding on fidelity or the recipient issued by Financial Administration Services Limited, authorized and regulated in the UK by the Financial Conduct Authority. Fidelity, Fidelity International, and the Fidelity International logo and S-symbol are trademarks of Phil Limited. When investing in overseas markets, changes in currency exchange rates may affect the value of your investment. Eligibility to invest in an ISA or pension and the value of tax savings depends on personal circumstances, and all tax rules may change the Select 50 is not a recommendation to buy or sell a fund.